Praise Jesus. I'd like to welcome you back to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. Here upon this Sabbath day, we are uh, enjoying a, a sunny day here in Fort Mojave, Arizona at the broadcast studio. We are an Arizona 501c3 prayer ministry. We are broadcasting to over 31 different countries and provinces around the world. So wherever you are in the sound of my voice, uh, we welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that there's many things going on in the world around us today. And I just believe that that we really, really need to come back together, the church, in many parts of the country and in many parts of the world. It seems that the church is divided along with the country. Politics has divided everything, including the church. And I really truly believe that it's time that we opened the Bible back up and got back into the Word of God and began to believe the Word of God, stand on the Word of God, and begin living the Word of God. So today I'd like to be in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. And then we'll go from there. Before we do that, I've got Brother Al. Uh, as you as you recall, Brother Al Martinez lost his wife recently, uh, Sister Romy. We had prayer for her. Um, and um, Brother Al's pacemaker quit working, and we certainly want to keep hold him up in prayer. He's up in Flagstaff Hospital here in Arizona, and we want to keep him up in prayer and ask the Lord to just... I lay hands upon him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning, lifting all those that are in need of prayer, Lord. Uh, we know that uh, Brother Al is our prayer partner, our prayer warrior. And Lord, we just we just want to lift him up. For I believe, Lord, that you have much work for him to do in these times. We ask that you would be with the doctors and the nurses and those that are treating him there in the hospital, Lord, and those that will be treating him as he goes to rehab as well, Lord, just uh, lift them up and and let them attend to him and get him better so he can return home. Father, we know this is a rough time for him um, as he's grieving for the loss of his wife as well. Lord, we just ask you that you would touch his heart with the love of Jesus and to just let Jesus strengthen him. Let the Holy Spirit guide and direct him with all that are are going through those times, those rough times right now, let the healing hand of, of the Holy Spirit come down. The healing hand of God touch them. Just let them receive. Let them receive that promise of healing, that promise that God gave, that by the stripes of Jesus, we would be healed. We claim that promise this morning, Lord God. And for what's going on in this country and around the world with, with wars and rumors of wars, Lord, we see in, in Scripture what's, what, what it is predicted. But yea, Lord, as we see that, we know that the church must be prepared. We must be prepared. And I know that Jesus said, can you believe? Can you believe it? We ask that you be with us for this time of as we come together to hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Let us begin this morning 
on this wonderful Sabbath day by reading our text of the day, which is Mark chapter 9, verse 23. And Jesus said unto them, or unto him, If thou canst believe, if thou canst believe, all things, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things are possible to them that believe. In this reading, we find the response of Jesus to a person whose, whose son, according to the scripture, was possessed with, with an evil spirit. And the man explained to Jesus about his son's condition in Mark 9, verse 18. Mark 9, verse 18. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him. And he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth and pineth away, or pineth away, excuse me. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. So the disciples could not cast out this demon. And apparently the man had taken his son to the disciples, and even though they prayed over the son, nothing changed. So the father says, I spake to your disciples and they, they should cast him out, but they could not do that. Now, for years, I have read this to, to say that the, that the disciples were unable to cast the spirit out of this boy, like it was their fault. They were unspiritual. They were, they were not prayed up, or perhaps they did not have enough faith. But in verse 23... Jesus says to this guy, not the disciples. He said it to the man, not the disciples. All these are possible to him that believe. Say it again. He said this in verse 23 to the man, not to his disciples. He said all things are possible to him that believeth. That means in today's world, my friends, all things are possible to we that believeth, if we believeth strong enough. However, Jesus' response to the man put the shoe on the other foot, so kind of, kind of to speak. Jesus did not point to the lack of prayer and of fasting to the disciples, although later in verse 29 he does explain that to the disciples. Jesus let that man know that this miracle, this miracle that he was looking for, had something to do with his own ability, or the lack thereof, to believe in the impossible, in the supernatural power of God, if, if this man believed. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. See, we live in a natural world, amen? We see, we hear, we feel, and we smell. That's our, that's our senses. However, when we enter the realm of faith, you remove what your natural eyes can see, what your natural ears can hear, along with all of your other natural senses. In the realm of faith, you have to dismiss everything you know, and you have to accept the word of God as truth. So, 
let me explain it a different way. When we enter the realm of God, we are entering into the supernatural word, uh, play, uh, of God, and you have to dismiss everything you know, and you have to accept the word of God as absolute truth. And all throughout the scripture, we find the miracle after miracle after miracle. I mean, look at it. God created the universe out of absolute nothing. The children of Israel crossing over the Red Sea on dry ground. They parted the sea. And they walked on dry ground. The boy David killing Goliath with only a slingshot. The wall of Jericho falling flat. Peter walking on water to go meet Jesus. And on and on and on. Miracle after miracle. And if you're not blind, you'll see him in today's world. We've seen him in our church. People healed of cancer. Sadly, many people consider the miraculous stories of the Bible to be nothing more than fables to teach us a lesson about God. Nonetheless, we understand today the Bible is the infallible, infallible word of God, that it is without error and is absolute testimony of God. This is infallible word of God. You see, when things don't work out in some people's lives right away, they tend to point the finger in, at some error or shortcoming of God. God just isn't able to do it. The Bible isn't true. The disciples couldn't make it happen. That's what this old man did. He blamed God. He blamed the disciples. He said, I spoke to, I spoke to these disciples and they, they, should, they should have cast the demons out, but they could not do it. Sound familiar? I've tried to drink. I've tried to quit drinking a thousand times, but, but I prayed and God, 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 God wouldn't do it for me. But you kept driving, turning into the bar every time you passed it, right? Tried to give up drugs, but I just couldn't do it. Every time I got around my friends, I did drugs. Uh -huh. See, my first question is, just because you spoke to the disciples that they should do it, was it what God wanted to do at the moment? Or was there a lesson? Was there a lesson he wanted to teach along the way? Was it really the disciples' fault or was it the man's own faith not where it needed to be in order for the miracle to happen? Think about it. Think about that and put it into your life's expectation. Were we having an unrealistic expectation of what God should do when we are doing nothing for God? See, some people want some people want God to be like Santa Claus. Okay, God, here's what I want. Fix it, heal it, provide it. Come on, snap to it, Lord. I'm in a hurry. Lots to do today. Got to get stuff done. I don't have time to stand here all day. Wanting a miracle. Isn't there a faster checkout aisle here to somewhere? Can I just run in here, get my miracle and run out? Because I'm in a hurry. Express checkout. 
That's what I need. Ten items are left. I don't want to have to stand behind some other person who has a shopping cart full of needs or <laughs> who's counting out coupons or who's making their change. I need my miracle and I need it now. And if I don't get it, it's the preacher's fault. It's someone else in the church's fault. It's that person sitting by me who, who keeps distracting me. That person who keeps talking during the preaching. That one who worships louder than everyone else. That's whose fault it is. That person who keeps getting up in the middle of the preaching, raising their hand, shouting him in. Yeah, that's it. It's their fault. My kid is sick. It's their fault. I don't have a job. It's their fault. I don't have the Holy Spirit yet. And to all of this, Jesus says to the man, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Can you hear the brakes? See, this guy is rambling off why he thinks the miracle hasn't happened yet. And when he's just about finished, Jesus puts the brakes on the conversation. Like the air brakes from some semi screeching to a halt. Everything the guy is saying, all the excuses, all the blame, Jesus just ignores him. He ignores all of it. And he says, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So I have to ask, what about you? What about your faith? What about your desire? What about your belief? See, we can say the Bible isn't true. We can say the preacher is off base. We can say no one else is praying. We can blame it on all the kinds of all kinds of things. However, in the end, Jesus wants to know about your faith. Your faith. He wants to know about what you believe in. If thou canst believe, then all things are possible to him that believeth. See, just, Jesus doesn't talk about the disciples. He says to this guy, if thou, that's you, if thou canst believe. See, faith in God. Faith for the impossible, faith for a, a miracle really does have to come from a person who is asking for the miracle. I'm going to say it again. Faith for a miracle really does have to come from the person who is asking for the miracle. The preacher can pray for you all day long. But if the practice is you making a quick stop, at the healing market to grab up a quick miracle with some coupons you found in a flyer somewhere, you might just leave empty handed. You've got to bring something to the table. Listen to me now. You've got to bring something to the table. And what you have to bring is something called faith. Faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need to get into the word of God. Believing that God not only is able to answer your needs, but that he desires to do it. Why does he desire? Because you are his child. 
and you were in need. And not a child in need only when you need it. But you're a child of God all the time. Look with me at Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans 10, 17. Turn there right now. Romans 10, verse 17. Says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So someone says, I, I just don't have much faith. Well, can I suggest something to you? Stop missing so much church. Well, I don't like the preacher. He's boring. When you're in church and you're reading the word of God, it doesn't matter what that preacher is saying up there. You're in church. You're reading the word of God. You're learning something. You're going to get something out of it. The Holy Spirit, his presence is there. So stop missing so much church. Fellowship. Forsake not, listen, forsake not the assembling of one another together. That means you need to be in church with other believers. Amen. It strengthens your belief in God. Hallelujah. Stop finding every excuse under the sun to not be there. Now, I'm not trying to be mean, but listen, I do, I do believe what the book I'm holding in my hand, which is the King James Version of the Bible, says in Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you need faith, then get to a place where the Bible is being preached and it's being taught. Hallelujah. Be in church every Sunday that you can. Did you know that there is a church every Sunday? Be there every Wednesday at whatever time they have. Be there every, every Sunday that they have worship. Every Wednesday they have worship services. Get involved in, in, in a life group that is studying the scriptures. Listen to this broadcast every Wednesday, every Sunday. Hallelujah. Get involved. Ladies, get involved with ladies' Bible study. And it happens in whatever church is close to you. And men, would somebody start a men's Bible study somewhere? Come on. Get plugged in. Get involved. Show up when church is happening. It's the happening thing in this country right now. The only thing God says, the only thing, I said it last uh, on Wednesday. When my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear and I will heal their land. Your miracle isn't going to happen. Because someone else is doing all you're praying for you. You've got to believe. Say it with me. You've got to believe this for yourself. You're going to have to get his, his word down in your heart. So faith can happen. And you, listen, you can begin to believe God for the miracle that you need. This world do everything that it can rob you of your faith. It's happening right now. 
The devil, the devil has a grip on this world. And it's going to do everything it can. It's come to, 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 to rob and steal and kill. To steal from you your belief in God. This is why we need to be in church when the doors are open. And the doors should always be open. Hey, where are you going? Church. Why? The doors are open. There's a service. There's a meeting. There's something happening over there. It's been a couple of years now. But we were here remodeling. It was a workout. But with God's help, we turned it into a church. I just heard that from a pastor locally. One day while we were working on the building, a man who was who was hired to lay the carpet came up and said to me, Pastor, would you pray for me? I'm going through a divorce right now, and I don't know if I can make it through. Sure. One second. We called everybody that was helping to remodel this church over here and bullhead together. I said, can you put down your tools for a minute? Everybody come here. We're going to pray for our friend here. He's going through a lot, a, lot, a lot right now. We shut the door. Work on the building shut down for about 15 minutes. And 30 minutes or about 30 people gathered, workers gathered together. And we prayed. Lord, we prayed. Some had big tears in their eyes. You know, that church now has has <laughs> been having third Wednesday worship, Sunday services, Bible studies, hosting a life group. They do cleanup all around the, the, the community. You never know when church is going to bust out around and, and have prayer meeting. You never know what's going to happen. In Romans 10 and 17, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Get involved with the church. Gospel of Faith Church in Ash Fork, Arizona is growing tremendously. They are back filled with the Holy Ghost and they are they, they, they're singing glorious songs to the Lord. They're praise and worship. If you need faith for the miraculous in your life, get yourself in a place where you can get some faith. And Gospel of Faith Church is a wonderful church to get that. TV is not going to do it for you. The Internet's not going to do it for you. Facebook is definitely not going to do it for you. Have you ever thought about how much time we spend on Facebook and how the towers over the amount of time we spend in the Word of God? I'm just saying. Hanging out at the clubs or at the bar is not going to do it for you. Hey, let's, let's have a serious conversation here. Can we do that today? Do we really want God's help and direction and miraculous intervention in our lives? Well, I don't know. I've been divorced three times. I, I just, you know, the people I pick up at the bar just don't seem to be serious about settling down. Hello. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. In James chapter 1, verse 6, King James Version now. But let him ask in faith. James 1 and 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. If you're wavering, you're like that wave. Now we're finding out something, aren't we? Believing isn't just asking something. 
Believing isn't just expecting something. Believing is a faith that does not waver. It does it doesn't go one way one minute and another the next. Like a squirrel in the middle of the road can't decide whether to run to the left or to run to the right. It can't decide where to turn. Why is it so important to have a fixed belief in God? So why is it so important to have a fixed belief in God? Because Mark 9:23, if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. I know there's someone out there that's saying to me, you don't know what I'm dealing with. To that I say all things. You don't know how bad it really is, pastor. To that I say all things. Pastor, if you only knew how bad I've been suffering, how long I've been suffering, how many times I've prayed, how many times I've been prayed for, how many times I got my hopes up, only to have them dashed to pieces. All things. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. All things. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. What I want you to try to do is get a hold of your bootstraps, stand up straight, or bend a knee, bow your head, and this time, pray with faith. Pray with me, won't you? Father, in the name of Jesus. Say it with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you. Lord, this time, I come believing. I believe that thou art my God. I believe Jesus died that I might live. I come, Lord, confessing my sins and repenting of my sins. I need you, Lord, in my life. As I have confessed my sins and confessed my belief in Jesus Christ, I ask, Lord, today that you would help me. Help me, Lord God, to gain my faith, to gain in my belief. For truly it says all things are possible to those that believe. I'm not asking for material things, Lord. I'm asking that you help me believe. For you are the God of the possible. You are the God of the impossible. Be with me this day, Lord. 
Build my faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Today I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to reach out and find a church wherever you may be. Wherever you may be. Anywhere that this podcast goes out and you're hearing it, reach out to a Bible-believing church. You may have to search. You may have to go to two or three. Reach out to a Bible-believing church. Begin to read your Bible. If you need a Bible, you've got our address and you've got, a, you've got our email. Spiritualawareness777 at gmail.com Email me. Give me your address. I'll send you a Bible. And get into the Word of God. And begin to grow with Jesus. And as you grow in faith, your belief will grow. And you will begin to get stronger as a Christian. Please remember to pray. Pray for all those that are lost, that they would come to know Jesus. I leave you today with that thought, that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. You want a miracle? Begin making your own miracle through Christ. For your miracle doesn't come by others praying for you. Your miracle comes by you praying to God and meaning it. Now, this broadcast and the people that work hard to make it happen, we love each and every one of you. We work diligently for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you until he brings us back again. I pray for each of you. God bless. Bye-bye.